upcoming guest for Valentine's Day. Hard to believe Valentine's Day is just over a week away. Yeah. Author uh, Laura Korn, we've, we've had her on before. Matter of fact, last Valentine's we Day. We did, yeah. She's the author of a New York Times bestselling book called 101 Great Nights of Sex. Uh-huh. We had her on last year, and she insisted on you reporting back and yeah. trying out the book. Now, of course, that didn't happen. I don't think she remembers, but we booked her again this year because we had fun with her last year. She seems like a nice... You know, she's one of the, like Dr. Ruth, you know, she's, so let's talk she, about. She's very nice. You know, all this taboo stuff. I right? think it's really nice that she's open and honest and she's just trying to help couples rekindle that flame. Cause they just come just, up with these ridiculous things like dress up like the Green Lantern <laughs> and then dump a bucket of water on your head and go, I'm here. I mean, it was just Listen, you guys fall for anything. So you <laughs> you come out and if there's a nipple out, you're good to go. So I don't, you, <laughs> you don't really need a whole book. Now, listen, if I came downstairs to the kitchen, I'm like, why's your nipple out? What are you doing? <laughs> What are we on a coffee creamer? What's going on? Oh, yeah. What, what, what am I lactating? What is what that? Why is your nipple up? Put that away. Right, Laura Corn's coming back on. Now, I'm sure she doesn't remember us from last year, so she apparently ships a copy of her book for each of the hosts of a show yes. when she goes on a show. So yes. she sent us two last year. Mm-hmm. So we only needed one. I don't know if we needed any. I well, mean, I, I don't know that she knew that we were married. So I, I think but that's still, mo- both hosts need to have a copy of the book. I'm not going to read. I the think book. the point is, you go home and you use the book. You take the book and you have some fun with the book. It's I understand. supposed to be playful. She's trying to make money here. It's a waste of paper. It's a waste of book to send it to both hosts. <laughs> So I'm sure she's doing this other radio TV show she goes on, but she sent us two copies. We kept one. We did. I think you kept one in the office. One's in the office, which is awkward enough because Super it awkward. sits on the shelf. And- big Boss Bob comes in. He's like, what do you got here? Uh, advertising 101, 101 nights of great sex. What the hell is this? Get this out of my company. You know, Sorry, Bob. But she sent us two more copies of the yeah. book. And the uh, our receptionist works at the front desk. Comes and says, uh, hey, you guys get a big package. It's heavy. And Rochelle immediately assumes it's liquor, but it's not. Well, you never know. I don't know why you think I'd get a delivery of liquor. Because you've gotten you've gotten booze here before. I did get it's a bottle like, of champagne exactly. as a congratulations so, or something. But exactly. I don't know if that's booze. Well, <laughs> not like we it got felt sh- pretty boozy at 11 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> Fine. So she... <laughs> it turns out it's just a box with. The, she sent us three more copies yeah. of the book. Yeah. I'm assuming one is for Nolan, so we probably oh, should send yeah. one home to him because God yeah. knows he and Marianne could use it. Really? <laughs> yeah, sure. Wow. <laughs> well, that's not an insult. I'm just saying he's not very romantic at all. She would probably enjoy it. Is a what whole I'm saying. week of celebration for her. He's not romantic. You don't know what their what their romance uh, life is like. Oh, I don't. But I'm just saying. I'm sure she'd love it. Is why I'm I'd, sure she. I didn't would. mean that in a derogatory way. Okay. Did it come off that way? A little bit. Oh well, I didn't mean it that way at all. So we'll save one for Joe. But now we have two more copies, and I said we've already got two copies. We don't need this book. Yeah. So then you started. You handed out the other two to people here in the office, the receptionist and the lady at the office why down not? the hall. That's weird to give out a sex book. In the office. Uh, well, first of all, I didn't write it. It was a free book that was t- like I'm like, hey, check out my, my sex book. <laughs> check out my sex book. But I, I mean, you also you're not Hugh Hefter, but if you walked around the building handing out Playboys, that'd be weird, would it not? I, would you hate it? Would you hate it? It's just not something. Would you, you hate it? No, I would wouldn't you hate take it. it home? Actually, this is an absolutely true story. When I was about 17, 18 years old, I started out as a you know a little DJ. Uh-huh. There was a guy that had a whole stack of them, and I stole them. Okay. So exactly. <laughs> I was like, this is great, Exactly. Man. Best job ever. I was doing a favor for the people in our office to spice up their life. I didn't write the book. I was just handing it I'm out. I'm making six bucks an hour. You got your Playboys. And I'm getting Playboy. I'm playing John Cicada. That's a good place to work, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Laura Corn will be on here next week. <laughs> oh, sorry about oh. that. Should not have shared that huh. story. That was a little too much information, I suppose. That's all right. Don't worry about it. <laughs> My sordid, troubled youth. You know, <laughs> that was not at the old place. That was not at uh, PLJ. Just for the record. Never. No, no, no. Long no. before that. Long before that. Yeah. Long before that. You know, uh, I really shouldn't get into this because I don't really have a dog in this fight. But I guess I just can't help myself, so I guess I'll mention it. Uh, Chernoff yeah. was telling me he was doing a little snooping and listening Uh-oh. to what they're doing up at. Uh, the other old place at the CBS FM, and he said yeah. they uh, they get the new show that they're starting up over there to replace uh, Scott Shannon, and they're right. saying, hey, if you if you grew up listening to PLJ, listen now, we got all the old guys work right here because that new guy John worked there, and he's got a new woman with him. She used to work there, but this is all you know right before they went out of business. You know, it's not right. part of the not part of the classic you know the legendary no. crew that included yourself and and Scott and the and uh, Bill Evans yeah, and no, the rest. None of them, of them were there. I just <laughs> right. I just think it's kind no. of funny because, you know, we, uh, we, we've we been very proud to hire you know, some talented people here and play the music that we all grew up with. And yet they're over there claiming that they're the heir apparent in it. Turnoff well, was dying to tell me that. So 
Yeah, no, and 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 Mark's right. That was the the the, the one that put them out of business. That that, that group. Yeah. What we're talking about is when Todd took over the show. That's what we're talking about. Well, all right. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but all right. (laughs) Listen, um, I don't know that it was specifically his fault, but yes, this is just the last year or so, and they're claiming that they're the, if you grew up listening to us in 2019, you know know what I mean? Or 2002 or two, because even before Scott Kerr's at at Q. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's not even, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's so funny. And that's silly how people come up with it. they have there is with, with such an ancillary fourth wheel. You know, I yeah. mean, really, think about it, right? right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I, I mean, I like John Fox, but I just don't understand what he's doing I saying that. Well, I don't know he said it. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it until just now. He apparently was the one that said it. better than that. He apparently was the one that said it. And again, I got no dog in this fight at all. I should just mind my own business, but yes, it irritates me. Because you dragged me into this, and now he's going to be mad at me. Well, what do you care? What do you care? Oh, I like John. He was always good. I like John, too. John just texted the other day and said, congratulations, and I congratulated him. So we're we're friends, but it doesn't mean we're not going to kick his butt. That's all. Well, yeah, exactly. So it's all all fun and games. Well, all fun and games till someone loses an eye, right? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> That's what my mother used to say. It's all fun and games so someone loses an eye. Sorry, Mrs. Thanks. Nolan. All right. Well, there you go. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss. 99.7 FM. Anywhere on the free Boss app. Good morning, America. Hello. Welcome to Friday. Finally Friday. It is February the 3rd, 2023, and another power-packed R&R episode are ready to go. We get the freak out to officially kick off the weekend here across the great Garden State. That happens at 8 o'clock this morning. Dumb crook news mm-hmm. today because it is a Friday. We'll have the Fast Five. The birthdays fun facts are on the way. We'll go to the Celebrity Hotline, talk to a very funny comedian. He's got a Disney Plus show. I keep wanting to say Disney Channel, but it's, yeah. it's the Disney Plus. They still get the Disney Channel, though, don't they? think so. They get Disney Junior, Disney XD. There's yeah, a bunch of yeah, Disney. They, do, they do have that. I'm trying to think. We haven't had cable in so long, but yeah, I, I, they do have the Disney Channel. I just don't know if Disney Channel and Disney XD is a... I think there's like three different Disney cable yeah, channels. Yeah, I think they are different, but, but they... this is on the, the stream thing, the right, Disney right. Plus app. Tommy Davidson, you might remember he was... Uh, remember that homie don't play that. He was in yeah. those sketches on... <laughs> he wasn't the, the clown, but he was in those sketches in Living Color back right, in the day. Very, right. very funny guy, so we'll talk to him. Uh, hashtag mom. Confession. 720, 920. At 7.50, we'll do He Said. She Said. Don't forget, we've got the uh, last pair of tickets head out this uh, Friday night. Four-pack of tickets to Aqua Blue. Aqua Blue. Aqua Blue. So self-conscious about that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you self-conscious. <laughs> That's in Tom's River. It's a beautiful restaurant. We get dinner for you, a gift certificate, and you'll be part of the casino night. That's a Sunday night, and we get those about 7.20 this morning. And another chance to crack the boss code and win the cash. Could be up to 500 bucks this morning. What other radio stations give it away free money? Mm-hmm. No other Jersey station, that's for sure. That's why we are proud to be Jersey's official free money radio station. You got a big weekend ahead of you here, Joseph. Uh, Rochelle's traveling a little bit. Yes. I think I'm going to spend some time, go over Mom's house, see what she's got going on. What are you up to? Oh, cool. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff going on. First of all, it's uh, Pizza Bowl 3, which I kind of... <laughs> Are you sure? Last up last weekend. Yes. You sure? Has, uh, yes, that's Saturday up by the metal lanes. But yeah, but on, uh, and that's for Tunnel tunnel, uh, tunnel Towers. So that's going to be a g- great day. A lot of fun. A lot of guys I haven't seen in a long time are going to be at that. But I'm going to uh, Senator Joe Cryan's event up in Union on uh, Thursday night. So it's not really the Fancy. weekend, but still. Uh, come on, man. You know me. I hang out with all <laughs> Joe's very bougie. Exactly. With Doctor Bill Evans and Senator <laughs> Joe. Uh. Come on, man. Anyway, it's uh, uh, it, he's uh, honoring uh, this guy's greatest name is Kenny Hogan. Kenny Hogan. It's, it's going to start to sound horrible, but he, a police officer in Irvington, he, his police car was shot at nineteen times. Oh back my in 1994. He was hit several times, including in the head. <gasps> Whoa! So I'm laughing because he's fine. You know, he's he's. Multiple surgeries and all the rest. If you went up and talked to him, you'd never know it. He is he is just an amazing guy. He goes out and talks about police safety and what you've got to do about wow. all these different things. But anyway, 
Every year he has a thing that he does on the anniversary of him being shot. He has a party that he raises money for for charity. <laughs> he calls it the shot in the head party. <laughs> oh yeah, well, he's got a sense of humor oh about it. I don't know that gosh. I would have a sense of humor about it. Oh, my God. He does that. But anyway, he's being honored by uh, by Senator Cryon and his foundation, the Cryon Foundation. So uh, what do you call it? Captain Rich is going to be there, too. So he and I are going to go to this thing. It's going to be fun. So a oh, lot nice. of police, a lot of cops, a lot of retired police and that kind of thing. Are that sounds It'll fun. Be fun. Yeah, oh, it's always fun to go out with the police. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Rochelle uh, and her girlfriend Jessica are going to have some men showing up at the oh. house dressed as policemen, too, but that's a different story for a different yeah. time. a whole different thing. Whole yeah, different thing. We're, t- we're taking five kids tubing down a down a snow hill, so. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> Pray for you're us. You're going tubing out there? It's going to be a lot. <laughs> That's a sledding is something I miss that whole experience as a child. We're so, not sledding, we're tubing. What's it's the difference different. between tubing? You're, you're in a tube versus a sled. Right, you're yeah, in like a the difference. tube you take. It is a big difference. You go a lot faster in the tube. Never did it like too. A lot faster. It's fun. This is like the tube you'd use at a water park? Yeah. That kind of thing? Yeah. Joe, you've done this? Yeah, like a big tire. Yeah, it's really fun. That sounds horrible. I don't want to, you're going <laughs> to fall on your behind, you get your butt all, that's the worst part, you get your butt all soaking wet. You right. Know? <laughs> no, oh, it, it'll so be fun. Oh, jeez. Right, I'm not even going to start. That's what you do. I just want to. You go sledding. You go tubing. You go skiing. It's the wintertime. That's what you do. Never done any of those things. What I would Especially do. Especially in Michigan. That's all right, you got to do. Right. What I would do, though, is sit by the fireplace with a nice scotch. That's where you, that's where you sure. find Robbie. You don't want to sit with me, Joe? Come on. You want to go tubing? To be honest with you. To be honest with you, that's where you'd find Joe, too, yeah, while I mean, everyone else was out doing all those other things. That's it's just fine. I don't need to be skiing. And we double-checked the pizza thing he's doing. Is this weekend? Remember, he screwed that up last weekend? That is this weekend, I right? I think so. I all think right. so. And that's at Red's. At Red's, Red, yes. Right. I think we mentioned this the other day. I'm just reading here. The most uh, romantic restaurants in America, and there are a couple in New Jersey that made the list, including mm-hmm. uh, 618 in Freehold. Yes, yes. Why does someone want a restaurant to be romantic? I mean, what I do just, you mean? I just don't understand why you need the restaurant to be romantic. Don't you just want the service to be good, the food to be good, like any other night? I mean, I understand you're taking a Valentine's Day dinner, well, and that is a romantic occasion. And I understand a date is a romantic endeavor, whether it's with a new person or your spouse or your partner of a long time. I get yeah, all of that. Yeah. But I don't need the restaurant in and of itself to be romantic. Well, I think so. I don't need a cocktail to be romantic. I don't need a dish of rigatoni to be romantic. I hear what you're saying, but I think the ambiance of certain restaurants are more... The- I don't want it to be I mean, romantic. Apple, I, like I like Applebee's, but Applebee's is not romantic. No, you're no, sl- no, no. You know what you're doing? You're judging because Applebee's is kind of a family I'm restaurant. I'm not judging. You're looking for a fancier restaurant. You're not looking for a more romantic no, restaurant. The things about Applebee's that are not romantic, not because it's a family restaurant, not because of the food, but you think of the ambiance. There's lots of windows in there. It's very bright. The lighting in there is not right. There's a bar in the middle. Well, what are you going to be? You're going to make out while you're having dinner? No, Come but on. it's it's just supposed. To, I mean, there's a difference between something sexual and something romantic it doesn't have it that's completely different this is <laughs> this understand. is why we don't ever do anything that's romantic because you're like there's no difference it's rigatoni rigatoni it's red like the heart like blood there you go the f- like what everything you just said is just hogwash okay <laughs> just a bunch of malarkey okay right joe biden it's a bunch of malarkey there it is <laughs> there's a difference between the ambiance of certain places. And so I do understand what I that. understand the I'm ambience. I'm looking for rose petals on the floor when I walk in. That is something that is a little If you different. have an Italian place that makes a nice dish of rigatoni and that's a place that you would go, or even if it's a new place you've never been and you heard that the food is good there, that's it. The food is good. You're going to go. And maybe you hold hands walking in. You hold hands walking out. You buy her a rose. You have a kiss at you the end what, of the night. Though, what, what's the problem? You have to think about the after the dinner, too. I think part of the romance of a restaurant is that you don't go in and you have a big greasy burger or a big plate of pasta because you're going to leave not feeling so great. You're not feeling so great. And it's Valentine's Day. Your tummy's a little funky because you've been eating all the greasy food. So I think that's part of a romantic restaurant is to have something, some sort of food that's a little, maybe a little lighter, makes you feel a little bit better, makes you feel a little happy. Look at your little, what, what are those called? What are I know you have this, you? Uh, we've talked about this. You have this idea that when I was uh, younger, I was like a Lothario and I'd be out all the time with well, all different kinds of women. Me. I would go out to dinner. <laughs> I mean, I do a lot of dates, but then you're exactly right. I'd have like a nice big dish of eggplant that they say, do you want to like come back up to my place, I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna go home. Well, <laughs> you know? right. That's... I got gas. I'll watch the Letterman. And I'm going to bed. That's you know what, what I'm saying? saying. There's... And that was fine. It kept me out of trouble, and it keeps me out of trouble now. Well, you know? there's no trouble for you to have. You're married. Well, I, mean, I don't trouble... want you to come home and have gas in the bedroom. There's... I'm saying it keeps me out of trouble with you. <laughs> Does it though? Sure. <laughs> so you just put on a nice movie and go to sleep. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's what I definitely Easy, want. Every breezy, night. beautiful cover girl. No uh-huh. problem. 
Uh huh. You and Rick the cat are farting in the bed. It's easy, breezy, beautiful. <laughs> Love it. It's great. Maybe I'll be on the phone with Joe. <laughs> hey, how, how was your meal? Oh boy, I got problems. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Very romantic. Anyway, congrats to six one eight in that uh, freehold for being one of the most romantic restaurants in the country. Get this list. Uh, I guess it's a dubious list. You could say it's in Forbes mm. of the most expensive properties that were sold last year in our great Garden State. Oh, interesting. Ocean Avenue and Spring Lake. Okay. That address sold for $11 million. Below asking price, by the way. Really? Allen Avenue, uh, Allen Hurst, a little 11.5. Almost $12 million in Avalon. Bedminster. That's where the Trumps get the golf yeah. course out yep, there. Yep, It's beautiful. Zero <laughs> Private Road. That's the address. Zero Private Road, oh, Bedminster wow. Township. Uh, the list price is 15 They paid almost $17 million for it. Oh, they so just, they paid over asking. Yeah. That's a Somerset County, 22-room home with six bedrooms, nine full. Who needs 22 rooms? Six like, half I, bathrooms. I know if you, I, I, if you have the money, great. But what do you need 22 rooms for? What are you going to do with all? It's not a hotel. <laughs> are you running an Airbnb? What are you doing? Like, why do you need 22 rooms? I don't know. I'm sorry. I just find that to be ridiculous. Well, I guess if you know, you're probably good friends. If you're rich, everybody wants to be around you. So I wouldn't want them there. <laughs> They're only there for my 22-room house. They don't like me. Keep them at least 18 bedrooms away from me, Jeeves. (laughs) The most expensive house it sold in Jersey in 2022 uh, was in Alpine, one Frick Drive, and that sold for $27 million. Just 12 bedrooms, 19 bathrooms, though. Mm, Modest. Listen to this, 300,000 square feet. I mean, that's like a theme park, Again, isn't it? I know if you're that rich, you have someone to clean the house and whatever, but that's all I think of. <laughs> You've got like, several people cleaning the house with that kind of square footage. you imagine how long it takes to dust a house? <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of dusty spots, let me tell you. She's not getting the top of every cabinet. Ridiculous. You hire a lady to come over and clean for you. <laughs> anyway, a couple of lists of uh, everything Jersey. Did I make you feel proud to live here? Oh, not yeah. really. Uh, time for hashtag mom. We do this every morning, 7.20 and 9.20. We hear from moms. Maybe mom's looking forward to a little Valentine's Day respite, reprieve. Mm -hmm. And we share them like this. Yelling loudly, 12.14 said, A child repeatedly and frantically yelling mom could either mean that they're seriously hurt or they need to tell you what their new favorite color is. (laughs) Very important to them. (laughs) Very important. Not that important to you. Rachel O'Brien said, The parenting books never prepared me for how invested I would get into my first grader's gossip. (laughs) <laughs> you got nothing going on in your life. You got to live vicariously through your six-year-old. Right, you know? Your husband's taking you to Applebee's for Valentine's Day. So. <laughs> Applebee's makes a fine nacho plate, okay? Purell is life, said my 33-month-year-old new thing is finding small choking-sized rocks and telling his nine-month-old brother to open up for a potato. No, wait a minute. 33-month-year-old? Did, okay, I've she read She said this. that non-jokingly? My 33-month-year-old's new thing is finding small choking says, how old is 33 months? At what point do you stop counting? That's well, it's like three like and a half, three? right? Three and a half. I think, yeah, three. 12 times. Yeah, three. Almost three. That's a toddler. Yeah, you're a toddler. You don't, you don't say you're thir- my 33-month-old's new thing. I don't know anything about this mom, but I do know that she's a helicopter parent. Yeah, yeah well, Purell you're, is life. Purell is life. You know the exact hour that your kid, how many hours your kid's been alive. You're a helicopter parent, right? <laughs> but that's fine, because that's what it's all about here. Hashtag mom. It's not my problem. Every morning, 720 and 920. Next couple weekends are like boom, boom, boom. You get the Super Bowl next weekend. Everybody's excited about that. Oh, yeah. I wonder if anybody's having Grammy parties. People used to do that, have Grammy parties. That's this weekend. I don't yeah. know if anybody cares. They used cares, to do that, and then the Oscars, too. They would show at the movie theaters, both the Grammys and the Oscars. And I remember- On the big screen there? Yeah, I remember being, like, even in high school, they would have these big parties, and you can get all dressed up and go to the theater sure. and watch. I don't think anybody does that anymore, but they are fun. I haven't been invited to a Super Bowl party probably in 15 yeah, years. Yeah, I haven't been to one in a lot. I think I think we're always working on Super Bowl. We're, we're always throwing a Super Bowl party at the station, so- and We're not doing anything this year. I don't think we- I don't think year. we are. No, no. We need to get on our promotions department on that. We should be throwing a Super Bowl party. It'd yeah. be very fun. Well, next we're, year. We're doing a Boss Bowl weekend on the air. I can oh, tell you that. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Where we pit two artists back to back. Oh, that's fine. That's next weekend. Okay. And then the weekend after that is President's Day weekend. Yes. So we got a little long weekend, and uh, you and I are uh, headed out to see uh, Lola's play. Mm-hmm. Now, what is her role in the play? She's the narrator in the play. That's right. So there's the, they're storyteller. So she's one of two storytellers. I believe they're breaking it up between Act 1 and Act 2, I think. And this is a Broadway show that had to do with Noah's Ark and all of that. Yeah. I've never heard of it. What's yeah. it called again? Children of Eden? Yeah, never heard of it, yeah. but I guess it, it was a Broadway show. I, 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 not Cats, but it was on Broadway. It's 
not cats. No, no, but she's very excited. This is her fifth or sixth play that she's yeah. doing. So she's really, she's really getting into it. Her, her goal is to be on Broadway one day. So well, she did Jungle Book and Aristocats, like all these Disney things. Yes. And they're like, all right, but then it's Children of Eden. They're like, what I is, know. What is that? Well, it always just depends on what the theater. Virginia Wolf or something? It, it depends on what the theater can pay for licensing for because that, they, <laughs> seriously, these children, they, you have to pay to do the children's theater yeah. and they have to pay a licensing fee in order to use this music on stage. Otherwise, yeah, I mean, they can get, they can get fined for that. So I think it depends on what's available and what's in their price range. It's a very nice play. It's by a guy named Bob Calvano. It's within your budget. <laughs> I think you like it. <laughs> Bob, Bob's big day out. Honestly, she did a play one time where I don't think they paid for licensing because she got the playbook and it was just like pieces of paper that were printed out. And then they said absolutely no one is allowed to film it or put it on any social media. Seriously. So I think it well, was sketchy, one of those. Huh? I was like, well, what play was that? Was I at that one? You were. It was the it was the Aristocats one. And oh, my, I see. my guess is it's Disney and it was probably. Right. You don't want to be suing Disney. Not, you're not trying to mess with that. Oh, so. that's funny. Yeah. I wish you would do Grease because remember I did Grease when I was in school. Yeah, I did too. That's I always a fun Greece. one. Yeah. So I, maybe she will. I think that's something they do in the higher levels If once she starts doing that. Her school is also doing a play now, too. So she had to decide between continuing the community theater, which she's been doing now for a few years, and or switching over to the school. And for this semester, she chose to do the community theater. I would think community theater would be more like real theater. It, I think it is. As opposed to kid theater. Right. And obviously, the community theater is the one that pay for licensing, whereas the school plays when i was in school i remember we did these huge obscure i mean money power murder lust revenge and marvelous clothes was one of the names of one of the plays i was in i have no play that was a well i don't know it's not a uh, play Broadway they had show. to pay for, obviously. So I think when you it's like do- an audible when you click <laughs> on the books at free. Yes, they don't have any Tom exactly, Clancy on there, you know. Exactly. So she was smart to stick with that. This, but we'll see how it goes. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> There's like this whole deal about what plays you can and cannot. It's it's interesting. It really is. Uh, could she be recruited to a grown up play at community theater? Because they sometimes you need a kid actor in a grown up play, right? A- after the age of thirteen, they oh, let them do the at the at the community play. Well, what if you need like Tiny does- Tim or something who's supposed to I don't be know, a little may- kid? Maybe for a special Christmas one but they do have a, di- a division of the adult plays and the kid plays and they're pretty strict about it. and let me tell you her director and her producer i probably have 150 emails from these two women this is their life oh, of course it's their life there's a reason you call somebody theatrical or <laughs> melodramatic i you should know? i should honestly print this grid that they sent me of when I'm the days at- the kids they're color coded it's by minute by minute of when they have to be there it's so precise i'm like oh my god this is insane i'll give these ladies 10 minutes in here and let them work with the dj <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not good. Holy crap. Right. Can't even get people to put in their timesheets and get paid. <laughs> you imagine we get something like that? No, it's. but she's excited. She's having a good time. So it'll be fun to see. Yeah, I think when it comes to the uh, the plays and the cost, that they have different versions of different plays. And some of them might be for content. Like, I guess I was thinking about Grease. There's like a dirtier version, mm-hmm. a grittier version, and yeah. then they've got the watered-down kids version. I think the same is true. Like, some of the songs are licensed and some of them aren't. I've read about this. Probably. I'm not really sure. Like, you ever go in a store, you buy one of those uh, oldies albums, and then yeah. you get some guy, and it's like, you know, he was the <laughs> nephew of Elvis <laughs> singing a song. Say, That's not Elvis. It's the greatest hits re-recorded, but not by the original artist. It's Relvis. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I wonder if some of the plays, it's that sort of deal. Is- I, I don't know. Th- like this one, I did look it up because they ask us to make these PowerPoints for them to play at the beginning of the play. They do like a screen that goes down before the curtains open. And so I was looking it a up. PowerPoint of what? Of, uh, it's, like a, of it's like a break a leg. That's what they call it, a break a leg PowerPoint. It's just pictures just saying, good luck, break a leg, whatever. It's like the back of a yearbook. Yeah, exactly. So I was looking up this play and there is the regular Children of Eden and then she's in Children of Eden Jr. Mm. So this must be similar to that. I, it's about the story of Adam and Eve in the book of Genesis. So I don't know if like the regular version, they come out and they're like, nudie? Because it's Adam and Eve. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know but. We're doing Greece, but it's not summer nights. It's Peruvian <laughs> nights. It's a, hey, you want to buy a sundial? <laughs> Over to the Celebrity Hotline. It is back this week. If you get the Disney Plus app, a lot of good reviews for this show called Proud Family Louder and Prouder. This is season two. You said this is a reboot of an old show. Is that right? Yeah, I used to. I mean, I don't want to say I used to watch it, but it used to be on the television in the early 2000s. It was on the television? It was on the television. Was it a Disney Channel show? Yeah, Is it yeah. a Disney show? Yes, very You cute. also know this guy, of course, from uh, In Living Color, Malcolm and Eddie. Very funny guy. Mr. Tommy Davidson. Good morning, Tommy. How are you doing, buddy boy? I'm doing just fine. Man, I don't know that I've ever been called buddy boy in my life. I kind of <laughs> like the feel of that. That fit like a glove. <laughs> 
Well, we're talking to Oscar Proud himself. This is going to feel good to get to. I called it a, a reboot, but it's not. It's kind of a, a revival of the show, I guess you'd say. So it's going to feel good to get it back on TV again, right? I mean, who has a job 20 years ago, right? 20 years later, you get a call and go, hey, we want you back. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. It's, it's, it, and I'm raising two generations of kids. Couldn't be at a better time to show. Man, there's a, there's a vibe in the air where everybody is just a little bit nervous about what's going to happen next. You know? Yeah, I agree with that. It's good to have a show where you can calm down for a minute, man. You can lean into the show and, and ride it. Have you some fun. You know what I mean? So you got some nice family uh, entertainment here, and that's what Disney's all about. And I think that's why Disney Plus is now the second biggest right there behind Netflix. You know, it's Soul Food. Soul Food, I guess. <laughs> Not Whole Foods. <laughs> what am I talking about, Tommy? <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't know. Let's go. You know, the, the, the thing about it is like... Um, Today's today, right? Can we check in? It's today today. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that matters to me. And let me say something else. I think uh, Disney was smarter to bring back this show than it was Turner and Hooch. This is a much better idea than that. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. And a whole lot of other ones. Yeah, and a whole lot of other ones. A whole lot of other ones. Let me uh, let me ask you a little bit about the cast on this show. You're working with some great people. Talk about some of the, your uh, your co-stars on on the show. Oh man, um, we got everybody from from the last time. That's what matters. Yep. You know, and, and we got a lot of got guest stars coming on here that are just abundant. I got to name drop some of the people here. You got Cedric the Entertainer, Kiki Palmer, so, Soleil Moon Fry. <laughs> man, I mean, you get you get an amazing cast, man. Keep going. <laughs> Kyla Pratt, uh, Joe Marie Payton. It's a great cast. Yeah, and, and, and all of us are back. Yep. All of us are back. The, 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 the most positive trajectory about the whole show is is that with everything going on over the last 20 years, we are back. Tommy, I have to ask you, I grew up, I mean, I don't want to say I grew up, but the, when this show was on the first time, I was still in, in school and yep. I, I watched it. Are you still going to be as embarrassing as you were in the original one now, or is is Penny is Penny grown up, or what is what is the premise? Is she still a fourteen year old? This is the second just, season. Have you not up well, on I'm this? Just, I'm asking. Like, is she? Is she are you still going to embarrass her every single episode? Because me growing up, I was right around the same age as Penny was while watching the show, and I was just like, oh my gosh, if my dad did that, I would be so mad. <laughs> First of all, you scared the hell out of me when you came in here. Oh, Lily Tomlin was on the phone. I'm like, what the heck is going on? Got a thing called a bra. You know? <laughs> I don't know if the dad is ready for that. <laughs> they, come from, they come from a world where the word twerk means a whole other thing. Right. You know, so of course he's going to embarrass her. <laughs> I love you it. Know, she, she's coming of age, you know? Um, that's his job. Yeah. That's every dad's well, job. Well, now I'm a mom to an almost, well, she's, oh, she's a 12, teenager, yeah. so I get the other side of it now. So it, I think it'll be really fun to watch the show being on the other side now. Sure. Uh, I've been on the other side for quite a time now. Parents <laughs> 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 need, <it> <laughs> need love, too, you know? Yes, absolutely. Tommy, before we let you run here, let, let me take you back in time. Can you give me uh, a memory that makes you laugh every time you think back to your days on In Living Color? Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's a memory about David Allen Greer. Yeah, sure. And we used to pull pranks on each other. My prank was, Homie the Clown poured water, egg, and milk on my head about 15 <laughs> times before I noticed oh. that it was a joke. Because the director said, do it again! Do it again! Do it again! Do it again! And they had all his shirts around, <laughs> and they'd wash me off, and I'd come back, and they'd do it again. And, they'd, and everybody's laughing their ass off, and, and, and I finally realized it was <laughs> David Alan Greer is, is, he's a Shakespearean actor by trade you know yeah went to, went to Yale School of Drama in Yale so Keenan gives him this soliloquy from Macbeth you know and he does this whole thing he's got his black turtleneck on and he's doing this thing but he doesn't realize that that you know released live chickens <laughs> on stage <laughs> while he was doing it That's really funny, actually. It's nice to know you guys are having as much fun as it looked like you were having. It wasn't funny. I don't think it was funny to him. Yeah, probably not. No, because he took it seriously, right? I think, yeah, I think, I think he grew, 
I think he grew out of it. You know what I mean? Well, Tommy, it's great to meet you. It's great to talk to you. Thanks for calling me Buddy Boy. That was cool. It's uh, the Proud Family, <laughs> Louder and Prouder, Disney Plus. Good to meet you, man. You too, man. You too. Good luck to all of us. Well, it's about that time on a Friday. It's a weekend tradition. Maybe you think you're having a week. Let me just tell you something. Maybe you're worried about your bills. You didn't get a bonus this year from the boss. Mm. No matter what you got going on, your traffic got pulled over by a cop for speeding. <laughs> no matter what you got going on, at least you're not in the same predicament of these people. Taken into custody, handcuffed, yeah. put behind bars. Mm-hmm. Their freedoms expelled because of their violation of the law of the land. It's time for dumb. Mm, crook news. We scare the police blotters from sea to shining sea. North, south, east, west, sometimes even across the border, across the pond for yes. these stories of your hoard winning fellow citizens. Dateline, San Antonio, Texas. You know everything's bigger? Texas. Texas. 23-year-old Seneda Soto FaceTimed her boyfriend. And was shocked when another woman picked up and said, hi. Uh-oh. So she went to the house and waited for them both to leave and then set the place on fire. <gasps> oh, my gosh. She gets back in the FaceTime. This time he answers. She holds up the phone, shows him his house on fire. Oh, my God. Fire. Fire. He fire. called the fire department and told them what's going on. By the time they got over there, it was too late. Most of the house had gone up in flames. Oh, no. He set up a GoFundMe for himself. His uh, people have donated about $15,000. Sunita has now been arrested. He said the crazy thing is that they were only dating for a month. He can't believe she was that mad at him for cheating. Well, he was cheating. He was I cheating. Know. I don't know if he set the guy's house on fire. He probably well, just tell him to go take a long walk off a short pier. I don't know. But she set his house on fire. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to put myself in jail, but I'd still be upset. I get that. You know, so if you can get away with it, you're in favor of arson. Maybe. I don't know. We learn things here. <laughs> I find you. I mean, they were together a month. Yeah. I, that's a little crazy. Arson. But, okay. you know, another woman picked up his phone. Arson. <laughs> this is Dumb Crook News. Let's go to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Police here arrested a man named John Armstrong earlier this week after a family game of Monopoly turned violent. Uh-oh. The family apparently was drinking large quantities of alcohol, <laughs> playing Monopoly when John started fighting with his stepfather. Oh, no. <laughs> they knocked over the table, threw the game pieces on the floor, the fist fight rolled outside. Both men were injured, and then John pulled a gun on the stepfather and stepsister oh fired a shot. God. Luckily, no one was hurt. this game. It's four in the morning, Grandma. You win! <laughs> was that Dane Cook? That's pretty good. Well, John's been arrested and is behind bars as we speak. Well, maybe he'll get out of jail free card. <laughs> I hope he brought that card with him. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. You didn't know. I knew. You didn't know. Oh, boy. Guess what? What? It's time to go to Florida because it's always Florida. Florida. Thomas Pinson has his mom's name tattooed on his chest, but he got arrested for attacking her, and it's not the first time. Oh, no. Her name is Carmen Pinson. The two were fighting about money last Tuesday when he pushed her to the ground. Police say he used to work at a restaurant called The Casual Clam, but has no job now. The last time he was picked up for battery it was by shoving his mom at the restaurant and he's got her name tattooed to his chest mm-hmm. i mean maybe just be nice maybe just tattooed do not attack mom right. <laughs> right. you wow. stinking animal did it the last time at the casual clam lost his job Very and casual. assaulted his own mother wow only in florida, florida. mommy like how about this los angeles dateline southern california 12 year old boy calls 911 when his father is drunk driving so Uh-oh. dad decided they're going on a little road trip. They're going to drive from L.A. to Vegas. They didn't get very far when he calls 911. He said, my dad's trying to take me to Vegas. We got a little bit of this uh, 911 phone call that the oh, police have no. released. My dad is trying to take me to Vegas. He's acting weird. What kind of car are you in? Oh, um, a Toyota Camry. It's He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> if you go and tell him when I'm driving... <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Did he say he was wearing a Raider helmet? Yeah, he's wearing a Raiders helmet. He's a big Raiders fan. He's, he's got the, driving he's got with the license plate on? cover. Yeah, got the helmet on. They're going to Vegas. Do a little sports the helmet on the poor kid. I, I mean, mean, even if he wasn't drunk, you don't take your kid to Vegas. What are you doing? And you don't drive with a helmet on. <laughs> well, Put the helmet yeah. on the kid to protect the kid, at least. That, too. He's betting on the Raiders? <laughs> I mean, you're going to lose. Just go to jail. It's be better. At least you're going to get a nice hot meal, okay? <laughs> Dateline, Gastonia, North Carolina, 35-year-old Jarrell Owens going to Wendy's, orders a Baconator meal. Mm. (laughs) That's so fun to say. It's the Baconator. (laughs) Yes. Well, he got angry when they wouldn't give him barbecue sauce to go with it. The drive-thru worker said they were out. He refused to give up on his ask for the sauce, so he sits there for 20 minutes. People behind him screaming, going, I'm not moving until I get my barbecue sauce. Oh, no. He says he'll pay extra. They say, sure, we don't have any. He had to pay for the 
barbecue sauce. He got all rampant. Came up to the window. Now he put his car in park. He's drinking his liquor in front of my window. And he is holding my lineup. <laughs> the threatening doesn't bother me. Pulling a gun doesn't bother me. You're holding my lineup. You hold that, hey, that is a dedicated Wendy's worker right they've there. They've got that little counter up there. If they go over two minutes, they get penalized. So he doesn't want to make the car sit there any longer. Listen, gotta, there you gotta keep him Wendy, going. you need to promote this guy, okay? Keep him going. That's right. They should. His <laughs> life was at risk, and all he wanted to do was keep the line moving. Keep the line moving. <laughs> and man, there is always a line at the drive-thru. There is, yes. All right, finally here in Dumb Crook News, let's go to San Diego. 21-year-old hot dog vendor named Yoni Ains allegedly stabbed another hot dog vendor. They were having what was described as a hot dog vendor turf war. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh about this. It is serious business. <laughs> It was a wiener war. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. Police said there was a brawl involving 10 to 15 people, all vendors, all hot dog vendors, in downtown San Diego. That's fantastic. No one luckily seriously hurt. The argument began with who could put their hot dog cart where. (laughs) Just whacking their wieners around? Yeah. Okay. Are you quite through? (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Dumb. Quick news. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Fun Fact Friday! In my hand, the envelope, hermetically sealed, found in Tom Brady's helmet, Uh noon Tuesday. (laughs) Here it contained fun facts, facts that are fun, things you don't really need to know. Right. We just thought you'd like to know. Sure. These are fun facts. Yes. Facts that are fun. Sometimes. Weird Al Yankovic, there's a movie about him called Weird, Mm -hmm. got his first accordion from a traveling salesman and recorded his first hit with that accordion in a public bathroom. I'm not surprised. He said the movie about him is called Weird. (laughs) Texas, you know everything's bigger? Texas. Texas, It's the only state where the legislature voted for an official state hashtag. They creatively picked hashtag Texas. (laughs) Hey, you know what we do? We we get on that hashtag train, we do hashtag Texas. I like it. How about hashtag Lone Star? Nope, too complicated. Hashtag Texas. What makes it official? Is it like on the flag? (laughs) I don't know. Why is it? What doesn't Hear ye, hear ye. A proclamation of the legislature of Texas. We should now be known as Texas. Hashtag Texas. Hashtag Texas. At Texas.internet.gov. The whoopee cushion was invented in the 1920s at a rubber factory in Toronto where employees were messing around with scrap rubber. That must have been funny the first time someone found one of those. I am so sorry. <laughs> My wife gave me an egg salad sandwich. and I could see you and Joe in the whoopee cushion factory. You're just like, Joe, yes! Man, all day long. You'd be so excited. You get those little whoopee buttons now. You just <laughs> held it in your hand. Whoopee technology. Wait, what's that called? Whoopee technology has improved. A uh, little, little whoopee button. A whoopee button? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a it's whoopee It's not a cushion. Button. It's like a little button. You push it, it makes a fart noise. Of course you know about such or things. Or what sounds like flatulence, uh-huh. necessarily. Of course, uh-huh. it's not what it's officially purposed for. Will Ferrell's <laughs> father was a musician and played with the Righteous Brothers. You're kidding. Can you imagine that? That's interesting. <laughs> he's doing I've had the time of my life from Dirty Dancing. <laughs> and he's also Will Ferrell. Yeah. Will Ferrell's dad, Will anyway. Ferrell's dad, yeah. National Lampoon's Vacation gets credit for killing the station wagon. <laughs> After the movie came out, sales plummeted and the minivan became the most popular family car. So it's, oh. as usual, it's all your fault, Chevy Chase. Way to go, Clark Griswold. Yeah. Trying to get the Wally world. <laughs> I think we knew this was going to happen, didn't we? All right, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories thought you needed to know. Being in the know, headed into this weekend. From number five to number one, we start at number five and count down today. I am just, well, listen, we got engaged in front of the Empire State Building, so I guess I should just shut up. But I'm generally opposed to people that make big spectacles of themselves mm-hmm. romantically in public. Here's a guy who's got a big birthday party going on. All his friends and family decides then is the moment he's going to propose to his girlfriend at this birthday party. This is what happened. Of course, the cameras are going. I'll keep this short and sweet. I did wish for something. I hope it comes true. This is not real. Can you imagine having to be at that birthday party? I'm like, there's not enough cake to make me sit through this. Oh, God. That's so sweet. What's the matter with that? You think that's romantic? Sure. That really? Oh, I mean, man. I don't know if I, I, you know, I don't know if that's the way I would want it done, but. I need so much attention that after y'all sing happy birthday to me, I'm going to get on my knee and it make my girlfriend birthday. cry. It is his birthday. All the attention is on me. It's his I mean, birthday. what a narcissistic jerk. It's oh. his birthday. I mean, man. come on. I think that's sweet. I hope that doesn't last. Uh, <laughs> that's awful. I don't wish you well, sir. That's Listen, awful. Not enough cake. You haven't given me nearly enough cake okay. to sit through this. All right. Number four, there's a, well, this is a follow-up, I suppose, or at least a connected story. Remember we had that story about the lady that pretended to be a high school student in New Brunswick oh, and yeah. got away with it for yes. like a week? 
Listen to this. They did not get away with it because it's a little more nefarious. It's not as unclear as that deal. There's a JV girls basketball coach, Virginia, accused of impersonating a 13-year-old to play on the team. 22-year-old Arlissa Boykins is said to have taken the place of a student athlete who was out of town for the tournament. A father of a player being impersonated, speaking out against the school. Coaches, you know, always preach to the kids about integrity and those type of things. So I was just shocked. I tell you what, I would think it'd be the parent of the other team because you figure it's a 22 year old woman playing against a bunch of uh, JV kids. Yeah, you'd think yeah, it'd be, be the upset. parent of the other. So like, there's this big girl who's t- knocking right. down all the little kids. You know what? That's interesting. I didn't think about that. Maybe that girl who impersonated somebody in New Brunswick was trying to get at some sort of scholarship or something to go back uh, to school or further something. I didn't think about that because they haven't come out with a motive. I don't. Mom, think. I can't get a prime. I'll get you a prom date. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Give old mom a week to work her magic. We'll get you prom date with Trevor. You know what I'm saying? But man, she's 22 years old, knocking over all those JV girls. That's a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. And the picture's funny. She's like a foot taller than the rest of them. Obviously, oh, someone's really? going to notice this, but I don't know. <laughs> Number three, according to a new study, the state that drinks the most alcohol per capita is... New Jersey. It is New Hampshire. Oh, well, that makes sense, too. If you've lived in New Hampshire, yeah. as we have, you understand why. Also, they have no tax on their liquor, so that's fun. Yeah, that is nice. It's that's like Christmas fun. every time. You, that's about the only thing New Hampshire's <laughs> got going for it is the... But if you live there, you just want to drink all day, every Non-taxable day, so liquor. New Jersey, if you're wondering, is right in the middle oh, okay. at number 20. Coming in number two, Delaware, then mm. Washington, D.C. Mm. Notice how two out of the three are connected to Biden. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the state that drinks the least, Utah. That's because they get all the Mormons out there. I think it's against their religion to drink, you know? <laughs> No, I'm serious. That could, be, that could be true. I believe that's the reason why. I was why. thinking people were like skiing or doing something athletic, but okay, that makes sense too, I suppose. <laughs> I think it's because of the Mormons. Mormons. It's not the skiing. <laughs> to alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. I agree, Homer. I agree, Homer. Number two, the Pamela Anderson saga continues. This is the most she's been in the news in, since the 90s, Ridiculous. right? Ridiculous. It's Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> Those are two that you, yeah, you, you no, group them no, together, No, I was going to leave it alone, but okay. As you know, she has a new Netflix documentary and a new memoir, mm-hmm. and now she's saying that when she did the movie Borat, it upset Kid Rock when they were married so much that that is what called the marriage off because he hated the Borat character. I don't know why that would be. He's, is Borat supposed to be making fun of dumb people or something? No, and Kid I Rock? have no idea. I don't know. I don't understand. Because Kid Rock is like the hero of all the dumb rednecks, isn't he? <laughs> Maybe he was, that's why he was offended. Wow, not a fan of Kid Rock, are you? I mean, he's fine, but wow. I don't know. Why, why would you be so upset about her being in a, mo- a movie that you break off the marriage? I don't understand half the thing that she's come out to say with this book. Like, none of it makes sense to me. It's all for publicity. Well, anyway, I, she is now uh, speaking out about this, and she says that while they did have a fight about her being in the movie, Kid Rock left her because she was having an affair with Mario Vin Peebles and Scott Bale. Okay, it said nothing to do with Boris. You're a cheater. Yeah, well, you're yeah. a cheater. I woke up at Mario's and went home to change, went to Scott's. I'm sorry. That's weird. Yeah, that certainly is. Oh my God. <laughs> Why she said it like she was proud? And speaking of somebody who's a hero of dumb people, Scott Bale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. You told me he tweets a lot and stuff, right? He's Scott Bale. That's, yeah. that's my issue. <laughs> He's not in charge. Is that what you're saying? He's Scott Bale. That's why you're dumb for being all about Scott Bale, because he's Scott Bale. All right. Number one, Dr. Phil is coming to an end after the current season. Oh, no. It'll wrap up. The taping the final episode should wrap up in May. So that's a solid 22 season. Dr. Phil says, while I'm moving on from daytime, there's so much more Mm. that I wish to do. I see. I'm guessing he's going to make little uh, little costumes, little little booties for his money, would be my guess. Like his sure. pets, you know? Just go home and count the stacks. <laughs> yeah. This this one's named Alan. This one's named Harry. Yeah. Friday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. Mrs. Clooney, Amal Alamudin. Oh. She is 45 today. I didn't know she had a last name. Well, of course she has a last name. Everybody has a last name. I guess so. I just never heard that before. I you knew thought was... she would have taken Clooney? Well, yeah, that, and I just never heard her actual or maiden name before. I think she's a lawyer, isn't she? Yeah. She's, I mean... And I'm sure I'll be sued any minute. Yeah, probably. Isla Fisher, speaking of Borat, that's right. uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's wife. She's yes. 47. Broadway star Nathan Lane, Morgan Fairchild. 73 today. Dave Davies from the Kinks. Blythe Danner, not only an actress in her own right, but that is a Gwyneth, Paltrow's, a Gwyneth Paltrow's mom. Mm. She's 80. I had some goop in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Today is National The Day The Music Died Day. It is the anniversary 64 years ago we lost Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper. It is also National Working Naked Day. Oh, 
Well, gosh, I haven't started celebrating yet, but I'm going to now. No, 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 no. I'm ready to go. Let's not do that. Over Scott Bayo's house. (laughs) Hey, is Pam coming over? We're either going to do this my way or the hard way. I know I'm being mean, but Scott Bayo is just a knucklehead, isn't he? Yeah, I guess. I don't Whatever. I can care less about Scott Bay. <laughs> just that's what I mean. There's people that are all about Scott Bay. He's like an expert on, on the news channel. Like Scott Bayo. Really. How do they, they pick really him exactly. on all the people that know I something about something know. and hate Scott Bayo? I don't know. By the way, for those playing along at home, that was a clip of Scott Bayo at the end there. But before that, there was a little clip of uh, Mary Tyler Moore from the Dick Van Dyke Show saying, "Oh, Rob." <laughs> if you're trying to keep track of what these things are, that's what that was. Oh, Rob. <laughs> I had a little crush on Mary Tyler Moore in the Dick I Van Dyke era. Did. Not, I, I mean, I liked did. her show, but when she was on the Dick Van Dyke show, I had a little crush on yeah, Mrs. Yeah, Petrie. Yeah, no. American television history. No doubt about sure. it. We have something special for you today because it is Friday and the weekend is upon us. <laughs> something a little special for you. And by the way, the freakout is just moments away to officially kick off the weekend. A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about something you just now learned. You, late in life, you finally have this information. You understand. Yeah. You've been informed. Mm-hmm. So this you might call a sequel to that conversation. Sure. Or maybe a prequel. Prequel, sequel. It is part of the film franchise of this conversation. <laughs> what is something dumb that you believed to be true when you were a little kid? <laughs> when you were a kid, you thought this was true. Yeah. So we were saying in the previous conversation, henceforth, here too, why this would be the sequel. Yeah. It's something you just realized. And Rochelle said she was, you know, 30 years old before she realized that reindeer were actually running around up at the North Pole. She <laughs> thought it was just, oh, that's just Santa. That was, but that wasn't something that I just believed as a kid. That was just like, I'm just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And that's why this is the sequel conversation. Is there something dumb that you believed when you were a little kid? You thought it was absolutely true. Uh, I'll give you an example. And this plays into something that happened again with uh, my stepkids. My mom, when she didn't want to do something, would just lie to us and tell mm -hmm. us something just to get us to shut up. And she tried to pull this with Grayson, who outsmarted her and went, no, that's not true. I see the light is on. Because he wanted to go into pet store and look at pets when we were at the shopping plaza. And she said, they're closed, honey. And he said, no, they're not. The light's on. There's a lady walking in there right now. Mm-hmm. And she went, no, no, no. And he was like, yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I would always believe that stores were only open one day of the week for two hours. Oh, they're only open Tuesdays at four. Of course, we'd never be out Tuesdays at four. Therefore, I, she never had to take me to Toys R Us. And that's something I believed, I think, until I was a teenager and out on my own. Right. That, no, not all stores are only open for an hour a week. That's what we're talking about here. Something dumb yeah. that you believed as a little kid, and maybe it was that you were bamboozled by an adult. Well, when I was a kid, I, th- I a lot of people heard this, but I remember my grandmother always telling me if you swallow the seed, the watermelon seeds, a watermelon will grow in your stomach. Sure, I heard that. I, and I really believed that, so I was really meticulous every time I'd eat a watermelon to make sure I got all of the seeds <laughs> out because I was really scared. I'm like, I don't want I don't want a watermelon to grow in my stomach. Now, on the other hand, they would say the same thing uh, if you bury the seed in the backyard in the grass, mm-hmm. you can grow, start growing a watermelon vine. I think that is true. It is not true. I tried many times as a kid. I had no watermelon, nothing. Did you like fertilize? it and like do everything you're supposed to do? I think so. I did the same thing with strawberries and nothing. When I was a kid, I also believed that if you peed in the pool, wherever you peed, it would turn a different color. And that's... Well, I think it depends if they've got the right chemical in the pool. No, that's not a thing. No, the blue in the pool is a thing. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Well, I'm today years old and I'm still (laughs) under the impression that you can't pee in a public pool. That's just something people say to you to make you not pee in their pool. I think the hotels put a special chemical so that Google does happen. Google it. I'm telling you, it's not true. This is the thing that people have been lying at me about? Yes, it's not true. I There's am no in the chemical. middle age, There's and no- I'm still under the impression that if I go to the Holiday Inn and pee in the pool, it's going to turn blue. There's no chemical that's going to turn your pee blue in the in the pool. It's just not a thing. It's. I'm telling you, Google it. <laughs> Google it. I, I'm not... <laughs> I'm just not believing it. I'm going to live in a world where okay. this is the deal. I also believe that if you weren't careful, you could get sucked down the drain in the bathtub. I was always, my grandmother had one of those big stoppers. Do you remember the big rubber ones yeah. that would go? And it, that thing would suck down everything when you pulled it out. <laughs> I had like Barbies that got stuck down there. So I was always thought that if I got too close to the drain, I could get sucked down the drain. I remember hearing that too, but I always assumed that I'm like, there's no way I fit down there. Look at how big my ass is. It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, you were a bigger kid yeah, than I was. It's not going to happen. I can't even fit my big toe in I there. I had toys get sucked down there in her drain and he was the hole was huge nuts can't be peeing in the pool they'll catch you (laughs) is there anybody that works at a hotel right now can you please call
because I'm I'm a little kerfluffled by that. I'll shut this whole show down. I need to get to the bottom of this. I need to Columbo this. Uh-huh. 732-774-4444. Call us. Text us. 774-4444. Really want to hear from me on this, especially if you work at a hotel. <laughs> or Facebook us. Something dumb you thought was true when you were a little kid. The sequel. Part do. Da. Do. Uh-huh. <laughs> Duh. Part duh. Duh. That's it. That's your he said. <laughs> she said. Freak out is next. Just underway this morning's he said. She said. This is good stuff. We're calling this the sequel. It's similar to something you just learned as an adult. You can't believe it took you all this time to learn this. Take you back to childhood. Was there something dumb? Something kind of silly that you believe to be true, believe to be the case, to be factual when you were just a little kid? Kids have all kinds of ideas yeah, in their head. Yeah, they do. Renee said, when I was a kid, my mom explained to me that we all had belly buttons because that's how our moms fed us before we were born. So I thought that when you got pregnant, your belly button opened up and you just put in whatever you needed to down there. <laughs> well, I mean, I see the logic there. I guess I could see that. And that is true. A there's, little more explanation yeah. needed there, I, mean, I there's, suppose. There's some nuggets of truth there. Got a text from 8737 that said, I thought that drinking and driving meant any drink, so I always freaked out when anybody was drinking in the car. <laughs> Put down that Welch's straight fruit juice, Dad. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. And Lori said, I didn't know that cars have turn, uh, turn signal level lever. I just thought that the car knew which way you were going, and that's how it would Oh, you didn't realize the little thing to make the blinker go? interesting, yeah. I, okay. This really has nothing to do with what we're talking about, and I know I, I do that often, but <laughs> I'm just remembering, I used to love the Matchbox cars, Yeah, and I, I wonder if I can do it now. I used to make, I'm probably too congested and... You know, my I prefer like a perpetual sinus infection, but I used to make a little noise with the blinkers for my cars. Oh yeah. Like I like, like that a- sound. Yeah, I do it with a I can't do it. It was like a noise. What was that? <laughs> it was like a click noise. I remember I'd make it in the back of my throat. Like, no, it's that's a try it again. I can't make the noise anymore. And I have a feeling I wouldn't be able to make it, but I have a memory as a child playing with the Matchbox cars of making the blinker noises, weird noise in my nose. So I don't know because what I. What kind of car did you have that sounded anything remotely uh, like that? I don't know. I don't know where I got that idea, but I remember making the blinker noises with my nose when I play with my little Matchbox cars as a little kid. That's hilarious. I love that. All right, something crazy, silly, just bizarre that is a little dumb, you believed, as a little kid. What was it? Still time to get in on this. We'd love to hear from you. These are funny. On Facebook, a lot of text, 732-774-4444. Lines are open if you want to call. That's your he said. She said. Let's put the wrap on this today. That's why I'm gagging over here because I was trying to make that weird <laughs> sound effect I used to do when I was playing with cards when I was a kid. When you're a little kid, you're a little toddler. Yeah, or maybe even older than that. Sure. Was there something you believed to be true? You thought this was the case, but it's not at all. You had it totally wrong. Something dumb you believed as a child. A lot of great answers on this. Yeah. Derek said, when I was pretty young, I was probably seven or so, I met the Black Power Ranger and I got a picture of him signed. In the picture, you could see he was missing a middle finger. And so my mom told me it was because his mom cut it off because he kept flicking people off. <laughs> I believed that for about 20 years until she finally told me she lied. And that's not what happened. He was just missing a finger. <laughs> Well, that's <laughs> truly more than I off. ever knew about any of the Power Rangers. Well, there you go. I didn't but, even know there was a black Power Ranger. I there's a pink one and a blue one. I don't know. There's a yellow <laughs> there's, one? Yes, there's a yellow one. Is there one. a gray one? No, there's a green one, though. All right. Well, that might be what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Vanessa said, I thought that dogs were boys and cats were girls. That's interesting. Yeah. I, can, I See, I can I understand I could, I can how understand a cat that. would think that. I'm sure yeah. our cat, Rick, would be a little PO'd. But. <laughs> it texts from 9001 that said, I thought ATMs gave out free money. My parents would make all these comments on how they're broke, and I would overhear them and tell them just to go to the ATM, and they'd look at me like I'm an idiot, and then they realized they were, in fact, raising an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you are, in fact, raising an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking back here, and I remember, uh, and I may have mentioned this before, that my father would talk about when the Easter Bunny was coming, Santa was coming, that he would stay up and meet him, like, at the door. You know, like, the, like Santa would come to the door, or the Easter Bunny's at the door, ringing the doorbell. Yeah. And then they'd have scotch and negotiate the price, like they'd make out a contract. That's fantastic. For the gifts that yeah. he would leave for myself or for my sister when she was born. So, well, and, I, and I believe that, you know, all I through childhood. I, I think that's smart, because that makes a child know that you have to 
you know, the, not everything is free. You don't get anything and for free. And that's fine, but can you imagine the visual? <laughs> of your dad and the Easter Bunny. Of your dad, like, at the kitchen table with the Easter Bunny there, and he's got his little pocket watch and his scotch. little vest, and they're having a scotch and having a conversation about, well, you know, for the first 60 months, the payment plan is eight ninety nine a month. Like, can you imagine this? That's a weird thing to put in your kid's head. Very strange. All right, we'll keep that going on the Boss Text Connect anytime, 732-774-4444. Of course, you can do it on Facebook. Thank you for your answers today. He said. She said.